This podcast is sponsored by PSCU. PSCU is the nation's premier payments credit union service organization, offering an end-to-end platform of products and services, including payments processing, risk management, data analytics, digital banking, and contact center solutions. Through our state-of-the-art technology and state-of-the-heart service, PSCU is committed to helping credit unions digitally transform and enable the financial well-being of their members. From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Credit unions were started in part to promote thrift among their memberships. Today we call that concept financial well-being. And never before has it been more imperative for American consumers. I'm Ron Jose, Senior Editor with Credit Union Magazine. PSCU, a payments and technology credit union service organization based out of St. Petersburg, Florida, recently completed a study that assessed the financial health of credit union members and employees against a national benchmark. The study, which PSCU is called How Credit Unions Can Become Financial Health Providers, found that more than 60% of credit union members surveyed are struggling financially and at least one-third live paycheck to paycheck. In line with these findings, more than 60% of credit union employees are struggling financially. Armed with these findings, PSCU has taken the opportunity to engage its employees in deeper discussions about personal finance and make financial wellness part of its strategic mission. In this podcast, Mary Patuk, Senior Vice President of Industry Engagement at PSEU, describes how the company is sharing this message with the rest of the credit union system and using its products and services to integrate financial wellness into the payments process. As Mary says in this interview, PSEU is more than happy to take its own advice because financial well-being is in the DNA of credit unions. So Mary... Why is PSCU investing in financial well-being? So PSCU, as you know, is a CUSO. We were established in the late 1970s by six credit unions that understood that collaboration would help them get some economies of scale to enter and compete in the credit card market. So everything we do is on behalf of our owner credit unions. So where and how we spend our investments is dictated by what our owners need. And we understand that financial inclusion and financial well-being is really at the heart of credit unions heritage. So go back pre-pandemic, and we were looking at some really dismal savings rates, right? You've seen the stats about how many people don't have enough money to get through an emergency. So at that point is when we really engaged and got all in in terms of financial well-being and determined that it would be our corporate philanthropy. It's aligned with the credit union's mission. And it was really something that our employees could get behind and understand. And then more importantly, or as importantly, because we're a payments technology company, payments is the vehicle to move money from here to there. And so we understand that payments can provide and payment solutions can provide actual nudges for consumers to come to better outcomes in terms of financial well-being. So financial education is great, assuming the student is open to learning it at the time that they're getting that financial education. Financial one-to-one counseling is awesome and it's effective, but it's really hard to scale. So where PSCU can come in as a payments technology company is what solutions can we build into our payment products 
that help nudge the consumer towards a better outcome. And that's why we started down this path. And even in that context, financial well-being is such a wide space. So where is PSCU investing specifically? So we started first with some baseline research. PSCU partnered with Members Development Company, and we engaged with the Financial Health Network to just get a baseline of how members and credit union employees were behaving in terms of their own financial health. We looked at some survey data in terms of how people are saving and their spending and borrowing and planning and sliced and diced that data based on age, income, and race. There was a short quiz that members of a couple credit unions took that enabled them to self-identify whether or not they were financially healthy, financially coping, or financially vulnerable. What we found is the members and credit union employees are reflective of the U.S. population and not doing so great. So about 60% of credit union members and credit union employees are considered self-identified as vulnerable. So that means that they're having some kind of struggle with either saving, spending, borrowing, or planning. And that's really where we started. The second part of the engagement that we are investing in is looking at products and services to see where we can embed more nudges into our products and services to help consumers to a better outcome. So we have things like predictive analytics, which today look at a consumer's paying habits and identify if somebody may be changing their payment habits before somebody gets into a financial hardship. There are tools like alerts that remind people to pay their bills on time. There are things even built into online bill payment that the consumer is not aware of, but will help with financial well-being. An example of that is when a credit union member goes to pay their bill online, it doesn't default to a minimum payment, but rather the default is blank. So it reminds the member that they actually have to go through and think about what's the payment they want to make on that particular credit card bill. So it doesn't just default to the minimum. There are other tools that credit unions use in terms of products and services that PSU is continuing to invest in, like Buy Now, Pay Later. That's a product that's in beta testing for us now and is rolling out by the end of the year. Faster payments, we're doing a lot of work around faster payments because the faster those payments post to the credit union members' balance, the more money they'll have in their account. So long years ago, people did balance consolidation projects and campaigns, and those are still effective ways to help members move from a potentially higher interest rate account into a lower rate interest rate at the credit union. And you've alluded a little bit to this with employees, but were there any aha moments that came from the research? There were two in particular, Ron, that I'd like to share. One was credit union employees, and there are somewhere north of 300,000 of us across the U.S., are struggling just like the regular everyday Americans. So for a credit union to be a financial health provider, which is a term that Gigi Highland coined, and I love what she's talking about there, the credit union employees themselves need to be financially healthy. And what I mean by that is what they think about their money and how they feel about it and what they do with it. Are they able to meet their obligations? Do they have the capacity to absorb some kind of financial shock? Do those same employees have the opportunity within their own financial health to make the choices that they want to, how they want to spend their money? And are they on track to meet their long-term plans? So I think that was the big aha moment for me as, as an industry of financial service providers we have an opportunity to take care of our own first, kind of akin to putting your mask on. That was the first aha moment for me. 
The second one was when we looked at the, the sliced and diced the data and looked at a lot of the demographics. When we looked at the race demographics, no surprise that the brown and black members were faring worse than others. But the big aha moment for me was 71% of the folks that completed the survey identified themselves as white. And we know from the current U.S. census data that 71% of the U.S. is not white. So to me, that was a little bit of a canary in a coal mine that we really need to, as an industry, be looking at who we're targeting and to make sure we're not leaving out groups that are becoming the majority within the country. What's PSCU doing for its staff? Are you taking your own advice? This is really part of our DNA is that we would start at home with what we're doing. So we engaged with a program called Financial Wellness Starts at Home. And what we did was we first started to explain to our employees at PSCU why we are focused on financial well-being, because it's a cause that impacts so many Americans of all wages, and it's a cause that's at the heart of credit unions heritage. And trust me, it was a really easy sell. We also shared with our employees how we believe payments can help make a difference in the products and services that they're doing. Next, we took a look at pay practices. A year or so ago, a year plus now ago, PSCU implemented a $15 minimum wage for all of our employees across all locations. So we wanted to make sure we were walking the talk. Next, what we did is we took a look at all the tools that we have and resources that we have for our staff, whether they're part of our benefits program or just resources that we've collected, and we repackaged them on our company intranet site so it was easy for employees to access. So there's sections about money management. There is a very nifty infographic about credit scores, what they mean, how do you get them, how do you maintain them, and where they're used. We've put out there the same quiz that we shared in the survey for employees, members and employees to figure out if they're financially healthy, coping, or vulnerable. We share that with our staff. The other thing we're doing is we're really trying to keep the conversation alive. So PSCU is part of the America Save campaign, which happens in February, March each year, and it gives us content and reasons to get in front of the employees to remind them 401k is out there for you. Use a split deposit if you're trying to think about savings. We took advantage of the child tax credit that just happened recently and sent out some communications to our PSCU parents all around financial well-being, regardless of what age their kids are. So we're really trying to educate the staff about what tools are at their fingertips today. And during one-on-one conversations within the department, really trying to normalize the conversation around money because it's one of those taboo topics, right? We don't talk about money, but we should because we can learn from each other. We can learn who's got great investment plans. We can learn how others or friends and neighbors are doing it and doing it well. So trying to normalize the conversation around money, it's a conversation. That's where it all starts. And that's part of financial well-being, such a wide space. It's not one thing for everybody. And it's really cool how it can actually become part of your culture. It's really empowering and it really serves your overall mission when you do embed it in your culture. It aligns with what our owner credit unions are doing. It speaks to our employees. And we really feel like at the end of the day, we want to do what we can. You know, financial stress can cause a lot of problems in the workplace. It's a distraction. So the more that we can do to help the employee relieve any potential financial stress, all the better. How can credit unions get started in taking a more intentional approach to bringing financial well-being, not just within their organization, but extending it to their members as well? 
I think a good place to start is with the, the National Credit Union Foundation's website. There is a ton of resources there that a credit union can take advantage of to provide information, quizzes, and testing so that you know financial well-being, it is a personal journey, right? So people have to engage with that. So for the credit union to first take a look and see what they're doing on behalf of their staff, what resources can they bring to bear, and just reminding them that those resources are there or sometimes is a great way to get started. I'd look at the products and services that the credit union's offering and see what can they repackage with some marketing texture to it that reminds the member that the credit union is there for their financial health. I mean, folks are tuned into this following the pandemic. We're all about self-preservation. Lean on that lever and see what marketing messages the credit unions can use to attract members and remind them that those resources are there and that the credit union is there to help them with better outcomes. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. This podcast was sponsored by PSCU. To learn more about how PSCU can help you ensure your members' financial well-being, visit us at pscu.com.